Okay, so here's the big question. How are bariatric people who want to build consistency, who work out and who live a healthier lifestyle, how do we build long-term success and not regain weight post weight loss surgery? That is the question and this podcast is dedicated to figuring out the answer. Hi, my name is Zipporah and welcome to the Bariatric Confessions Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to Bariatric Confessions Podcast with your girl Zipporah. So today, let's talk about learning to be you after having weight loss surgery. Okay, so like one of the most enjoyable aspects of losing weight so far has been just learning to let go of any like preconceived notions or um, control or thoughts of what other people's expectations are of you. This is my true story. So, you know, like you get so fixated on what other people expect of you, what other people want of you, who they think you should be, that you lose yourself. Like I did. I lost myself um, over time. And this, I, I think this stems back to when I was a little girl. You know, just like, you know, your parents put expectations on you, which is completely fine because, you know, they're, they're molding you. They're doing the best they could to mold you, to make you into a, a good person. <laughs> and, you know, you know, but it becomes like if at some point you don't grow up in your head and accept who you are for who you are and just appreciate yourself, it just becomes a part of your permanent personality people pleasing, um, seeking, uh, approval from other people. And I think for me that ended up turning into just, um, looking to always be something for somebody else or to somebody else, instead of like just being free mentally and being happy with who I am or, you know, accepting for who I am and also like pivoting, you know, for myself pivoting through um, the different phases of life. Like when I was little, I wanted to be a lawyer. And at some point I realized, you know, that's not what I wanted to do anymore. But instead of just, you know, forgiving myself and um, pivoting, I tried to stay with it. And it never happened because I, I lost interest in it. So, but because, you know, my parents or, you know, my dad, my family, um, had expectations of me to go to law school, I, I stuck with it or I tried to stick with it. But ultimately it didn't work out because I didn't let go of their expectations. I was so fearful of what others might think of me if I decided not to be something that I, I, I literally stopped. <clears throat> and I think like um, food just became a part of it. You know, like food just became a part of um, me processing things or not processing things because I'm really good at um, not speaking up for myself immediately. I'm really good at that. (laughs) So I think that um, not be not doing that, internalizing things caused me to, you know, unintentionally turn towards overeating. And um, just being like, you know, greedy and 
um, living a life that's not okay when it comes to like my health. So anyway, um, now after I lost over 140 pounds, I am not at my goal weight yet, but I just, every day, or I don't know, it's not every day, but it's just, sometimes I just feel like who cares? And I don't know if it's because, you know, my age, maybe I'm 43. I don't know if as you get older, you just don't care about other people's opinions as much. Or if it's because of the weight loss, uh, I think it's because of the weight loss and wanting to just like, just feel and be free. Like, and I feel like I feel freer, like mentally than I did last year from people's inhibitions or, you know, expectations or what have you. I feel freer, if that makes sense, you know? And um, my one thing is just dancing. Uh, I have, sorry, (laughs) I have, you know, no coordinated, you know, moves or whatever, but, um, I just, I just dance. I dance when I walk. I've been doing that since I was a little girl. My mom has a story of, um, I had this train or something like that and it played music and I would, you know, play the, the little train and it would start moving and I would like dance behind it. And I always wanted to do certain things, but because of my upbringing, I wasn't allowed. We weren't allowed to do secular things. So um, I've always loved the way African dance looked, you know. I don't know if I'll be able to do it now. I might, you know, these old knees and this back. <laughs> but um, I've always been interested in African dance and just dance in general, Um the way your body can move, you know, like when you train it. And it's just always been so interesting to me. And, but, you know, I wasn't allowed to explore that as a kid. And so now, um, after I had, you know, lost all that weight and stuff, I just, I just turn on music and I just dance, you know, like whatever my favorite song is for the moment. I just, I just turn it on and pop it and lock it and drop it as best as I could, as best as I can. <laughs> and, but to me, it's just like a, it's, it's freeing. Like I just feel good when I'm doing it. You know what I mean? I go to Zumba class once a week um, because the lady who teaches it is amazing. She has really good energy. Like she's just energetic. Even if she looks tired, this lady was pregnant doing Zumba and um, you know, she took her breaks, you know, and you know, like, you know, doing a song or whatever. Like she was like eight months or so pregnant, maybe even nine and still teaching Zumba classes. And she will have somebody fill in for her, but her energy, either way, like she faked, she faked it or what, but her energy is amazing. So, uh, she only comes to my gym once a week. So that's when I go, I go once a week. I haven't found anybody else whose energy, you know, I like, um, I like so far. So I go to her class and because when you go to her class, because her energy is so high, you're, you're feeding off of that energy. So I do Zumba once a week um, with her live, you know, in class at my gym. And like, um, I enjoy myself so much. Like the last time I did, it's been about two weeks because I hurt my back last week. So um, when I fell down the steps, <laughs> uh, so I haven't been able, I didn't go last weekend. Hopefully I'm, I'm thinking I'm okay to go tomorrow. So we'll see. Uh, but, um, I just, I was so hot because I'm like, yo, I got to get my, 
I got to get my energy up. I got to make sure I get my steps in. I got to make sure I'm, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And I always stand in the front. I stand like to the right of her. Yeah, to the right of her in the front. Because number one, I need to see her feet. And number two, I don't want anybody else's, I don't want anybody to block my view of her. Like I need to see her like, because I feed off of her. So anyway, um, I got so hot, you know, I got so hot and I'm like, oh God, this class is hot, you know, cause I'm like really giving it, like doing all the best I possibly could. And, um, I decided to roll up my shirt under my, um, my sports bra and I did, I did. And, um, it, it, I, I have uh, flabby skin on my arms and I could feel it moving as I was dancing, but I, I don't care. It, it is what it is. You have the choice to look at me or not look at me. That's your business. I'm doing my business. So anyway, so, um, I rolled up my shirt. I tucked it up under in the front and I continued doing cause I was sweating and I'm not a sweater like that, but I was like, Oh God, it is hot in here. And, um, like that, that to me was just like a freeing moment because I wouldn't have done that when I was 300 and something pounds, I know when I was 300 something pounds, I was doing Zumba class in the back. Yeah. So like, I'm just like, no, like this ain't, this ain't, this not, this is not it. So losing the weight, it just made me like feel more confident. It pulls me to the front and it just um, puts my, my mind in a different like space. So, I mean, like, I heard somebody say like you have like basically you're working on yourself and like it, you, since you're not like focused on food all the time, like you are, but not in the way that you was. So like, you know, um, because you're not focused on food like you were, it's you have to fill that quiet space now and that quiet space. You get to learn who you are or learn your, yourself even more or relearn yourself, because I don't know about. For you guys, but I've been overweight for a very long time. I've been morbidly obese for a very, very long time. So things that I experience that are positive, like because I lost the weight, I don't remember experiencing. Like I don't remember having just this joy or this peace or this happiness just because, you know what I mean? Like I don't remember like just wanting to like live and not survive. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't remember having a lot of this confidence. I don't remember a lot of things because I've been a certain way for such a long time and being morbidly obese, it, it eats at you. Like it just, it takes pieces from you because your life is so different and you're, and you're limited and you're limited because of your weight. And you know that, but it's, like, you know, well, I can't do nothing about it. So I might as well just be here. So you're here in this zone of, you know, being obese or morbidly obese or whatever. And you're not realizing that you're forgetting you. It kind of reminds me of like when you have a baby, you know, all my, my women listeners out there, you, you have a baby and, you know, for years, for, for a very long time, um, you kind of forget yourself because this little person who you created, who you chose to bring in this world needs you. And for the first few years, like it's, they need you a lot. They need you a whole lot. And you, you don't think 365 days is a lot, but it is times two or times three. And the child is three or four years old. And now they're, you know, more independent. And, and then it's like, man, wait, I am 
more than just a mom. I'm more than just a wife or just a girlfriend or just a sister or whatever. I, I am now I have to like remember or relearn who I truly am. And that's what weight loss surgery has done for me. It's teaching me how to relearn myself and to experience myself and to love myself. And not that I didn't love myself beforehand, but love myself even more, if that makes sense. So um, it's a definitely a, a, a journey that is you're in it for the long game, like for real, you know, and it's a lot of mental work. And I think the, the longer you're in it and the more work that you do um, to help your, your mindset, I think the more successful I'll be at it. And, I'll, and the same thing for you. Um, it's, it's, yes, it's about the food. It's about the food a little bit. It's, about, it's more about your mental um, stability. Way more about your mental stability. And being able to just learn to, to love yourself and learn to like appreciate yourself and then show it, you know, because if you love something or if you love someone, you show it. My dad always said, love is an action word. Love is an action word. So you can say you love me, but if you don't show it, how am I supposed to believe it? You can say you love yourself. But if you don't show it, like the Bible says that we get one body, right? This is our body. This is our temple. I ain't trying to bring in religion or nothing like that. But y'all know I'm a church girl. But this is a, this is our temple. And we're supposed to take care of our temple. And you realize that at some point, you know, you stop taking care of your temple for whatever reason. And um, whether it be through weight loss surgery or you lose the weight naturally, however you lose it. You, you come to realize that, man, I've been treating you horribly. Like I have this, t- I have this TikTok that I made and it's a picture of me as a little girl. And, um, and then I cut, I forget the song and then I cut and then it's, um, me as a now. And I'm like, uh, it says something like, um, um, I realized I, I was being mean to her. And then I think it shows a picture the picture of me as a little girl. And it's just me sitting on the couch, I think next to one of my sisters. And um, you realize that like, like over the years, you are truly being mean to that little version of you, you know, and it's time to, um, to be kind to her or him. It's time to be kind and to be gentle and to truly love your younger self and or your, your, your smaller self or your little self, just so you can be able to like really enjoy life because no part of you, no version of you, no age of you deserve to be like unhappy. And if, if you like, if people say to me, Oh, you look, you look so happy. That's what they say. You look so happy now. And I'm like, but I wasn't unhappy because I wasn't. I mean, like, you know, just overall in life, there was, you know, little blocks of moments, you know, challenges, life challenges that made me, you know, sad or whatever. But overall, I wasn't unhappy. I have a wonderful husband. I have three very loud and wonderful children. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I have a great family. I have a really good support system. So it, I wasn't unhappy. But whatever people are seeing, it's because I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. But it's, it, it must be something from within. Um, something from within that they're seeing that I'm um, somehow like giving off this whole vibe of joy and happiness and just just love for myself you know so I, I I think it's I think it's really important I think it's really important while you're on this journey um to just really you know work on your mental stability and just really work on loving yourself not in words only but also in action Hey guys, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram, TikTok, or even in my Facebook group and let me know what you liked about this episode. Oh, and please, please rate and review my podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Don't forget to come back tomorrow for another episode of Bariatric Confessions. I hope you have a very successful day.